for tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Allie. And it definitely shouldn't have taken us this long to record this intro, so grab a snack and let's chat. What the hype is all about. For what? Disney Plus. Okay, so I saw a thing for it, and it has Xenon Girl 21st Century, Smart House, the whole Lizzie McGuire thing, like some like good old Disney movies that I'm like, why don't they play that anymore? It's on there. I wouldn't get it because I'm not like that big of a Disney fan, but recently all the movies that I want to rewatch are like old Disney movies. I mean, Xena, Girl of the Future, Xenon, Girl of the Future, whatever you want to call it. Like, uh, I First of all, please do not disgrace her that way. It is Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Zoom, zoom, make my heart go boom, boom, supernova girl. What was the guy's name? I just remember he had metallic, like platinum metallic hair. Um, I don't know. I don't remember either. But I remember being obsessed with that movie. Yeah. Because it was Liddy. Same with Smart House. Like, I'm convinced. So foreshadowing for our life right now. Oh, 100%. I'm convinced because on Sirius XM Radio right now, I have my presets all, like, perfectly aligned with my chakras at the moment. And the one that I'm, like, feeling the most is the early 2000s hit radio station songs and the 1990s hits. And I'm, like, here for it yeah 2000s hip-hop on like pandora is really oh, good yeah. oh absolutely it's been like my go-to i think since senior year of undergrad and i'm like i love this make my heart go also through. his name was protozoa protoz which biology oh my god that's so much funnier to me now <laughs> he was named omg right now okay can you like explain that for the people that don't know what you're talking about the heartthrob of that movie was named Protozoa. Yes. Which is hold on, I forgot. Hold on. Now you have to look it up. You're laughing at, at something that you don't even know. No, okay, no, no, no. I know exactly what this is. Protozoa. It is, it's like the biggest amoeba. Yes. That's the that so he's literally named after basically a bug. That is true. <laughs> No, okay, protozoa is not a bug, Natalie. Please at least read the Wikipedia definition. (laughs) Actually, it's Science Daily. If we want to be technical, it's organisms whose cells have nuclei that commonly show characteristics usually associated with animals, most notably mobility and heterotrophy. (laughs) Together with the plant-like algae and fungus-like water molds and slime molds, I'm dead right now. He's named after that. He's named after an organism that has a nucleus or a cell that has a nucleus. So basically like all of our cells. That's associated with a fungus and a mold. Listen. Oh, that's funny. Oh, speaking of super disgusting animals and organisms right now. So we have this spider that is truly living its best life right outside of our patio door. And I am not about that right now. Nope. It's just making its own little home, you know, making its own little web of lies that people like to be trapped into thinking. Can I play the song? Will we get copyrighted? Probably. 
That oh, means we've even, hit we're it not big. that big, so I feel like it won't. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say that means we've hit it big on the podcast. I'm just gonna play it. Fuck it. Boom, boom, boom. I'm so excited. I used to like know the dance and everything. All right, hold on. Well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode. It's my voice. Oh, it's your voice. Cut me out. We're good. Oh no, it's your voice. Is it? Yeah, because right. Bobby in between and then us. Okay, we'll take two. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. As you can tell, we're <laughs> we're living our best. Wait, play it up against the microphone. No one can hear you I'm right now. I'm scared that we're gonna get in trouble. You're not. <laughs> I mean, just. It was such a catchy, like. Oh my god, it's so like. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Boom, boom, my supernova girl. You know, you felt like. All right, guys, we get in trouble. This is the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting shut down right now because of copyright infringement. I think it's like less than 20 seconds. We're good. I think that was less than 20 seconds. Or we can just say we are not claiming to own the rights. All right, that's not our song. It's from a Disney movie. No rights. From a Disney movie. Whatever. Dion, girl of the 21st century. We're just taking a trip down memory lane. Disney, if you're out there listening, please don't shut us down. We just really love the hits of the 90s. Yes. So what's new with you, Allie? Brian and I had our photo shoot over the weekend and it was yes, really awesome. Gorge. Yeah, it was like I had it was a good time. It was a really nice time. We bonded really well with the photographer and the videographer, which you should follow them. Let me pull up their Instagram handles, but Lewis and Angel. Imagery by Lou. That's one. And then I'm Angel Lewis dot raw. Just follow them. Give them a little, give them a little follow. They're really, really fun. They played music. It was a good time. I feel like that's really critical to like a good photo shoot, like the vibe. Yeah, no, the vibe was good. I've never actually had pictures taken by like a a, a male photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been like a girl, so the opposite of a male, a girl. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was really cool. And this is the first time actually that we've had music that I've ever been at a shoot that has music. I feel like it makes them more relaxed. Yeah, I'd say so. I think it just depends on the type of music too. Like they were like, what do you guys like to listen to? And the only song I could think of was the one that I've been playing on repeat for six days. And I really, like, I'm really into it, but I don't think it was like this appropriate song for like the mood we were trying to go for. I should have played like Mumford and Sons. Yeah, like acoustic. Johnson. Yeah. Or like, you know, T-Swift. Yeah, a little T-Swizzle in there. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. It was still a really good time. And the pictures, I I think, are going to come out really pretty. It Uh, looked like the lighting was great. Oh, my gosh. The lighting was so perfect. And it was like 74 degrees. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, the dress was on point. Both your outfits were on point. The hair and makeup on point. Like, it, it was nice. Hair makeup by me, although my hair like cannot hold a curl now apparently, which was kind of annoying. I think I need to get a new hair, like a new curling wand or whatever. The dress was rented. The photographer rented the dress. That is not my dress. So many people were asking me where to buy that dress and I'm like, I don't know. 
It was uh, so pretty. It was see-through. So it comes with like a slip that you slip on, obviously, underneath the dress. Um, and the cleavage was like a lot lower than I've ever had cleavage before. Cleave that season. Was, yeah, I was like really like un- not like uncomfortable, but I was like so worried about like my boob just flying out. I know the dress that I'm getting in for the rehearsal has some cleave going on with it. You need to get that sticky bra that I told you to get for Austin. I did get a sticky bra. The one that I told you? Yes. I have it. Good. I've had it. I've had it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like the one that I told you to get for the bachelorette. That's the one you need to wear. Yeah, I got it. I'm here. Remember, no chunky jewelry. I know you like to wear that gemstone necklace, but not this time. Call it out on the pod. Not this, not this I time. Feel like, I feel like wearing it now just for the principle of the matter. <laughs> I'll get there and I'll be like, so. I was going to be like, take it off now. <laughs> She's like, actually, no, no, no. I'm not even going to wait for you to take it off. I'm just going to take it off for you. For you. Yeah, yeah. Let me just do my bridesmaid duty and like help you out. <sighs> yeah, we're, what is it, 11 days? Oh my God. We're here. I just want you to know, by the way, I was really proud. So if anyone really knows me, like I'm like a like organized person in my head. So like I'm like a fake organized kind of person, if that makes sense, like I'm fake news. So for this wedding, I made a color coded by the minute itinerary, which I'm very proud of. And I sent it to our wedding coordinators this morning. OMG. I was a hit this morning. You're welcome. You're welcome at the fact that like this is my doing rubbed off on you. Actually, no. So besides you, Laura texted me on the side outside of the group text, which, hey, bud, love you always. But she texted me on the side. She's like, since when did you become the itinerary? Oh my God. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like a jack of all trades, master of none, and like a master coordinator of chaos. That's typically how I roll. So when it comes to being like detailed by the minute planning, that's not really my shtick. I'm like, all right, I need to be within this range of a time at this place. And then I need to meet up with this person with this, within this range of time. That's kind of, kind of how I go about my day. So oh my for God. me to actually write some documented timelines down, that was a big deal. And I sent it to the coordinator and it was a massive success. So kudos. <laughs> Love it. Oh my goodness. Felt very I'm not the worst though. She sent, she sent the itinerary out and I was like, I think there's a mess up. <laughs> I was like, um, just a question on the itinerary. I'm like that girl. I didn't. <laughs> I just want you to know that in that moment, I felt like the camel's back was about to be broken with that comment. I had worked so hard. I mean, it was beautiful. I was just like, "This is a little confusing." You I had worked so hard, and literally. <laughs> 30 seconds of sending it out. Allie texted me that there was an error. <laughs> Look, I got your back. Oh my God. I had, like, I'm telling you that meme I sent you where I was like smashing some bread onto the table. Like that absolutely was how I initially felt. But then I was like, you know what? 
it could have been worse. It could oh have been yeah, lot. it could have been a lot worse. So I'm proud of that itinerary. You know what? I am too. <laughs> it might be a totally different itinerary because I built it out in Excel, but you know what? It gets the job done and the coordinators loved it. So take that haters. Holla at your girl. I, I'll take that for the haters. Wedding season, planning it. We're here. All right. Well, wedding season aside, because it's going to be here in 11 days. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to be here in 18 days? No, that's not it. <laughs> Minus 16 days. Oh, my God. From, when, from right now. Everything about – hold on. Well, let's – did we so I guess when this comes days? out, it's going to be like in three days. No, two days. So basically tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I don't know. When this episode comes out in two days, it will be Thanksgiving. But like from today when we're recording it, it's going to be um, <laughs> I was like, where are we going days. with this? Where are we going with this right now? Yes. 16 days or in two days, it's going to be the holidays. Holiday season, gobble till you wobble, wobble till you gobble. Who knows? Gobble till you wobble. I mean, but it's going to be the holiday season. And there is, you know, like everybody says during the holiday season, you gain 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Maybe that's true. But I don't know where I was going with that statement. Holidays, gains. Don't worry about it this year. Oh, I can't. I'm going to be on my honeymoon. So. <laughs> no, on Thanksgiving. You're going to be here on Thanksgiving. And you're also going to be here for Christmas. What are you shaking your head for? I won't be here for Thanksgiving. Where are you going to be? Going to the 239. Stand up. Going home. No, but I mean, like, you're not going to be in Jamaica, as in you're going to be in, like, the United States of America, like, as in Florida. I don't mean, like, you're going to be here in Orlando. Like, you're going to be here not honeymooning. Correct. Correct. Okay. So, like, you still have to kind of, like, if you were going to worry, you could still worry because you're not going to be on your honeymoon. Right. Right, and you're also going to be in the U.S. for Florida, for Florida, for, for Christmas, and for New Year's. That, these are all factual statements. Yes. All right, so in past years, I feel like it's always been, you know, stay on track during the holidays. If you can stay on track during the holidays, you can do anything, or you can stay on track year-round. And honestly, that's, that's great and all, um, but... That's kind of like sad. You know what I mean? It's like, ew, you can't say yes to this stuff that's only around one time a year. This girl, when I was in gymnastics, her mom would make these powdered sugar candies and they were blue, red, and green maybe, but they were all like minty flavored or one was like cinnamon flavored. And it it was like stained, looked like stained glass, like when you shatter it and it's like covered in powdered sugar. I don't really know. It's just candy. Okay, it's candy. Perfect. And she would only make it around Christmas time. So imagine you not being able to eat some of that candy because you're trying to be all restrictive on the holidays. You're going to miss out. 
I think with combating the holidays, everything is about moderation. Like it really is like you can indulge in it. Like there's no point, there's no point to what you're saying. There's no point to depriving yourself of the stuff that's going to be around literally once a year. Enjoy it. It's going to be here for a couple weeks. And then what happens is we start a brand new year. Then we have to wait another 12 months till we get to experience it again. So, but biggest, go ahead. I was going to say, biggest challenge with maintaining, you know, your sanity and, you know, your focus during the holidays is just, especially with dieting, is just moderation, which is hard. I say like it's easy, but it's hard, especially when, you know, holiday parties and, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, like they're all back to back to back, you know, and it's like you don't get a break from it because it's like constant, like when one holiday ends, then two weeks later, another one begins. So it's, you know, a consistent flow of indulgence. But if you moderate yourself, if you limit yourself a little bit, the impact won't be as bad come January 1. But this doesn't mean also, like, I still feel like you should try and like be some, like active during the holidays. Like you, like, not being active and eating whatever you want. Like, of course you're going to like gain weight and not have, not feel your best, you know, but enjoy the holidays. I don't even know what Natalie's eating right now. Chicken. I'm saying enjoy the holidays as I'm eating a little bite of pasta right now. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, um, that's I get, see, and here's uh, actually perfect segue. So we got stuff from Zoodles, or not Zoodles, Noodles and Company for dinner tonight. And he really wanted pasta, but I didn't get pasta. Like you can, you can get, one way to get through the holidays is just like learning where you can sub things out. Like moderating yourself is one element to it, but also understanding that you don't have to eat everything. Like you can eat something that's a little low calorie or that's sweet but might not be a dessert like maybe it's a fruit or something like that helps you get through it as well um and again minimizing the impact so it's like kind of like a balance like you have to moderate yourself so you can still enjoy the things that you want to enjoy but at the same time you don't have to eat and Allie tells me this all the time you don't have to eat what's in front of you like you don't have to like if if you're gonna feel guilty indulging at a, at a holiday party like pack some snacks with you. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like people do it all the time, especially if you want to enjoy just a little bit, but you're like, all right, well, you know, I probably shouldn't veg out tonight. Like it's okay to bring a substitute for yourself. It's hard though. It's hard when, you know, like stuff isn't around all the time. So you like want to eat all of it. It's hard. We're not saying it's easy. We're not saying it's like, I don't know. It's just not easy. And it's also not easy when you're surrounded by family because family is, they just pressure you. They're like, eat this, eat this. Or like, why are you doing that? Why are you always trying to be, you know, so conscious about your food? Why can't you just enjoy? And it's just like, well, I can't enjoy because you're badgering me. If you stopped badgering me, I'd be able to enjoy this a lot better and not have like acid reflux after I eat this because you keep talking to me. I feel like in, um, like Hispanic families too that's that's even more difficult during the holidays like certain like culturally certain certain types of cultures live and breathe around the dinner table like Puerto Ricans like 
especially around the holidays, like that's like our main time, like family time. Like we, like Thanksgiving, that's our biggest holiday that we celebrate at my house. Back in the day, we used to be a little bit heavier with Christmas too, but you know, then people start having to split times with between families and stuff like that. So Christmas wasn't as much of a focus, but Thanksgiving, that's like our main holiday. So it is a little difficult with some families too, like that are basically like coming together around food to kind of say no to the pressure to eat just because that's kind of like what brought you there in the first place. Am I making sense? Mm -hmm. Does that sound unreasonable? Like for me, like growing up, like it's almost not offensive because that's not the right word. But it's almost, like, discouraged to not have your plate full, especially when there's, like, a really big spread of food laid out, like, around the holidays. We're all adults. I mean, I don't think there's any kids listening to the podcast. (laughs) But for the most part, we're all adults. Like, you can eat what you want. You can do whatever you want. If you want to stack your plate full, like, go for it. Do it. Don't have any shame in doing it either because, again, it comes once a year. But at the same time, if you want to do your own thing, like don't feel pressured to not being able to say no to certain things. And that's kind of like what I've had to learn because I've always grown up with like the mentality of like food is like family time and that's where we like bond. And if, you know, like you don't have stuff on your plate, like what's like, is there something wrong with you, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've had to like change my focus growing up to be able to understand like, okay, I, I can say no to some things. I don't have to say yes to everything. Yeah, that's not – I mean, it's kind of been the case for us. Like, I think we were way more into holidays when I was, like, younger. And then, I mean, we don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. I don't even remember the last time we celebrated Thanksgiving. And, I mean, we do it with Brian's parents, Brian's family. But, I mean, Christmas is – more of a a holiday we celebrate but even then it's like the the thing is is like the food at my parents house has always been like pretty healthy like there's always been some sort of like protein and my dad always like either grills it um puts it in like a box and like cooks it in there or he like may my dad's like a wizard when it comes to like cooking any sort of anything really anything but he took this cylinder and it, it's like a, it, it's just like a metal cylinder and he like made it into a, what, like not, what, what am I looking for? It's not a deep fryer. It's not any sort of fryer, a smoker. Good God. A smoker. He like made it himself and then he bought an actual smoker, but I think he still prefers to use that like cylinder. But yeah, so my dad does all that. So there's always been like some sort of protein, some sort of meat a vegetable, a salad, and then like some rice or something like that. And when we started, when Brian and I started dating, Brian made like the beans, but like my family's never eaten beans before I started dating Brian. Like Peruvians don't eat beans. That's not on any of our, any food item. There is not a bean. Nope. And if you are getting beans at a Peruvian restaurant, it's not Peruvian. Okay. Like I'm just going to throw that out there. We are, we're the rice, french fry kind of people. We'll combine those two starches before we throw a bean in there. Um, So yeah, we had some beans, but it's never been, like, we don't do, like, the traditional, 
like Thanksgiving, like the turkey. My dad hates turkey. He's like, it's so dry. Like, obviously he doesn't, like his turkey that he made once is not dry, but he just doesn't like turkey. So we usually- Not ever, it's an acquired taste. We've tried to have him acquire and he's like, this is gross. So we'll have like ribs, but like good ass ribs or like steak or, you know, uh, well, we don't have like the cranberry sauce. We don't have like pumpkin pie. We don't have any of, I don't even know what else people make on Thanksgiving. I mean, I can tell you that for us, we have all stuffing. of the- Don't eat stuffing either. That is truly disgusting to me. We have all of the above and then some for every single holiday. Like usually, usually for Thanksgiving alone, we'll usually have like two turkeys. It's because you guys are like a huge ass family. That's why. That is true. We do have a lot of, I think, actually, I think the first time that Brandon ever came home with me for Thanksgiving, there was probably like 40 people at my house for Thanksgiving. Hell no. Yeah, we have like two turkeys more often than not, like one inside, one outside. My mom usually makes a pork, so it'd been neat. Yeah, Brian's sister um, does that too. Yep, mashed potatoes, gravy, um, arroz con gandules, uh, white rice, just regular rice, and then she'll do like a pinto bean with it. Um then we'll do she'll do like a bunch of casseroles so like green bean casserole um sweet potato casserole mac and cheese like yeah brian's family does the sweet potato casserole and brian's mom is so nice that she'll like not put marshmallows on like some of it so i can eat it um and then also they make broccoli casserole which is like good if i liked broccoli but we don't have any of that at my house. Like we help, maybe we'll have like mashed potatoes, but that's it. And like lately I've been the one that like brings dessert. Although one holiday, I didn't read the instructions to make the peanut butter cheesecake that I was going to make. And it needed to be done. Like it needed to be chilled overnight. And of course I started making it like at six o'clock on Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve in a Hispanic or at least Peruvian household is at midnight on Christmas. Like Christmas is midnight on Christmas Eve. You know, like we don't wait till the next day. That's a bunch of tomfoolery for us. Um, but it works out for us because we celebrate Christmas Eve in Vero and then we celebrate Christmas Day in Claremont. So it's a very easy and not complicated compromise. Although whenever like I have a family, that's going to have to be readjusted because I'm not driving all over creation. I'm not doing it. So anyway, so I didn't read the instructions and I like, and it needed to be put into a water bath in the oven. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, what is a water bath? So like, obviously I didn't have all the appropriate uh, contraptions. I had like the spring pan or whatever. And my dad put like a bigger pot pan thing and we filled it with water and we did that. And then it was time to take it out. And I was like, this isn't going to be set. This isn't going to be set for us to eat tonight. So I go to take it out and I notice it's like really hard to take out because the pan that the, that the cheesecake is in is super heavy and it's filled with water. And I was already annoyed because I should have made it the day before. So my mom's like, wait for your dad to help you. And I was like, no, I can do it. So I take it out. The cheesecake slides to one end of like the bigger container that it's in. 
the water basically pools into the cheesecake. It overflowed the spring pan, flew into the cheesecake. It like burned my arm. I was so livid. I threw the cheesecake in my parents' kitchen. Like I threw it against the stove. I was like, I hate this. And like peanut butter cheesecake went everywhere. And my dad just yelled at me, get out of the kitchen. And then that whole evening was ruined for me. And my dad was like, how many, or my mom, how many times did I tell you to wait for your dad? You're so impatient. Now you've ruined the holidays and blah. And I was just like, I hate it here. <laughs> it was like such a mess. And my dad was like, of course, I think my dad was more angry that the kitchen was messy than the dessert, than the fact that the dessert was ruined. My the dad- fact that you oh my. totally jacked up his whole dojo. Yeah, no. More than the fact that his family was fighting. Yeah, no, my dad was like, get out of the kitchen. Like, I need to clean this now. My dad is a, is a clean freak. I swear, like, whenever I would be doing homework in my room and the paper, like, he would come into the room and the door would open and the paper would fall on the floor just from, like, the air from the door. He's like, what is this, a pigsty? Pick up the paper. And I'm like, it literally just fell because you don't understand privacy. My dad's like that. So imagine like cheesecake is like splattered. It looks like a war zone. Oh, Bobby, don't ever come to see my office is all I have to say. Like, no. Although that sucker was overhauled this weekend because Kim, per usual, is a saint. <laughs> Maybe after your wedding, you can like declutter Reorganize. your Reorganize. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That will be happening. I'm thinking of like going through all my stuff and then just like purging. Like I'm trying to like a minimalistic approach. Are you going to condo method again? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I want to do that. Ugh, I'm just so over everything I have right now. Like I'm over this apartment. I'm over this desk. I'm over everything. So, and when I well, get that, it's a lot easier for me just to clean and like throw shit away. I mean, not throw it away. That's a good little. That's a good little topic for getting through the holidays too. Is kind of re not recentering, but reorganizing yourself to start the new year. I think that's a great suggestion, and I don't do that enough. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Poor Brandon. I was gonna say. I was gonna say no. That's not true. But then I like kind of had to backtrack because it's very true. Especially because, like, it's kind of hard. Like, there's usually so much craziness, which obviously for us with everything that's going on, like, next week, like, the craziness is, like, perpetuated right now. Next weekend. Next freaking weekend. And I've been, like, looking at the – I had to send you the photo that I took of the sunset at work today because it was immaculate. If we can get, like, just slightly clear skies, just a little bit. Have you checked the weather? Maybe, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself because it's I'm still like, now. It's still like two weeks. Doesn't matter. So, as long as it's cool, I don't care. That shit changes all the time. But that's a really good point, though. Kind of reorganizing yourself a little bit to set yourself up for like a fresh start um, leading into the new year, I think is a great idea because a lot of the time, like, you don't realize how much clutter you kind of like acquire throughout the year. And I'm talking two ways out of my mouth because truly like I am 
horrible at this. And when it comes to organization, I'm horrible at it. And you, if you want to see, all right, here's, here's a good explanation. If you want to see where I'm at mentally, go to the places that I am most frequenting in household. Okay. Usually when shit is hitting the fan, the first thing that goes almost 95% of the time is my environment. Like I don't have time, like just craziness, craziness, craziness. Kim, Brandon's mom is an absolute saint because my office was truly the worst, like the worst environment space that I've ever been in. And that's saying something because I'm a very disorganized person when I get really stressed out. But that was like, I couldn't even move because shit was just everywhere. So her and Brandon like just cleaned, like organized it for me this weekend while I was out of town. And I got to tell you, it has been like a massive weight on my shoulder. Like, because the issue that I have is when I'm really stressed out, especially when it comes to like a clean environment, like the dirtier it is, the less likely I am to clean it, if that makes sense. Because I get so overwhelmed with where to even start that I just prefer not to start. (laughs) Oh God. If that makes any sense at all. So if you're kind of in that same boat now, if you just like slowly attack going through your stuff over the next couple weeks, like maybe just take it like, especially if you're in house or something, like take it room by room, really see what can stay and what can go. Mm-hmm. That might provide a lot of relief um, and might help de-stress you a little bit, especially leading into the new year. Like, I know that I need to clean out my closet. Like, you know, you know that one time you came over and purged my closet? Yes. We got to do that again. Because there's a lot of stuff in there that I haven't worn in some time and I'm just holding on to it. I just want to get rid of all of your dresses. I do wear my dresses a lot. Yeah, they just got to go. Not because they're old, but I don't like them. (laughs) Perfectly new dresses. Allie doesn't like them. That's it. Just donate them now. They're just like, I want you like 27. You're 27. That's all I'm going to say is that you are 27 years old. And in the dress, I'd be like 42. That's the a little dress, aggressive. Huh? That's a little aggressive. All right. 38. 37. 36. 36. So what I'm saying is, we just got to like find you some dresses that do what those do. Just like, you know. Some shit a 28-year-old wear. I want the skinny on Stitch Fix. Oh, you know who you should talk to? Um, Stephanie from Give That Girl a Snack. I knew that. But basically is you subscribe to a Stitch Fix and it's like a monthly fee and they send you a box. And I think you can like either they send you like random things or you can kind of tell them what you'd want. You tell them your sizes. And then if you decide to keep everything from the box, they give you whatever your subscription is so you subtract that minus the total cost of whatever and then you just pay the difference and you get like a 25% off but you have to keep everything in the box which is kind of hard because some things are like really great and then other things are like yeah I don't know so it's like an all or none thing I mean you can keep a few things if you want but you'd have to pay like full price for them you wouldn't just be able like you get 25% off if you keep the whole box oh yeah but it's like You subscribe to still have to potentially pay? Yeah, you don't get everything for $50. Oh, well, never mind. I don't want the skinny at all. (laughs) 
Natalie, you don't even go to the store. That's my point. If I'm paying for, they'll send you. So the the $50 or however much it costs will literally keep you from having to go to the store. Right. Right. But then then I still have $50 off whatever it is that you purchase. Oh, okay. So like if I buy like four or if I keep like four tops from that and it's like 200 bucks, they knock 50 bucks. So it only cost me 150. Right. Or something like that. I know how I feel about that. I thought they were like, oh, our shirts would cost you $150, but it was a hypothetical, but I know how I feel about that because like if I'm paying, like I'm paying you to basically pick my clothes and that's what I'm like, you know, Right, but it's like, it's like, okay, so if you take me with you to wherever you go, right, and you pay $50 for me to pick the clothes for you, and then yeah, you it's the basically you're paying for the stylist is what you're paying for. Correct. I'm with you. Okay. You should still um, reach out to her and ask her, like, what her thoughts are, because she does a really good... I know, I see her unboxing videos, because I've seen a couple of her rompers and jumpsuits, and I'm like, those are really cute. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, guys... This is a really short episode because, I mean, it doesn't is there's not much to say. Like you either sink or swim in the holidays. I'm just kidding. No, you can like float along. When you're talking about diet and nutrition, moderation is key. If you have a really hard time with like just eating one or two things, maybe stay away from it. But like also dive into why you're like losing control, which we can eventually talk about like a binging type thing podcast episode. Um, but for me, I find a lot of freedom in restriction and I know a lot of people are like, well, it's not a way to live. Well, it's like, well, I mean, you're not me and I'm not you. So how about you stay in your own lane? But whenever I want something, like I just eat it and then I get over it. I don't know. If you have a hard time with moderation, you need to figure out why you have a hard time with moderation. Um, but I wouldn't use that time during the holidays to figure out why you have a problem with moderation. Uh, and then with family, family dynamics are all different. Good luck. I mean, you just got to find where you fit in the dynamic and preferably don't give a lot of opinions if you're meeting your significant other's family for the first time. Oh, Lord Jesus. No, not during the holidays. We World War Three. And the last smile, nod and say, it's so nice to meet you. It is so great to meet you, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Thank your you for including me in the yeah, holiday. Short, sweet, and to the point. And then if they the last thing get you a gift in Christmas, you yeah. have to give a gift though. Like if you're meeting yeah. the family for the first time, for, and, I, and I'm always supposed to be talking about like Thanksgiving, but like you should always bring something to their house if you're Whether being invited flowers, to flowers, huh? Like flowers, a small dessert, like or a bottle of wine, something that you know shows, shows that you're not an ungrateful bitch, right? And if they don't give you a Christmas present, you are still expected to give them something. Did Brandon do that? I don't think about that one. Yeah, no. Actually, I don't. I We exchanged gifts with his parents, but we didn't exchange gifts with my parents. So, but we, I did get his parents' gift. I don't we know or we got my parents the first Christmas. I don't remember. Oh my God. What did we even do for Chris? I don't, honestly, I don't. Oh, I remember. Brian got me like all this athletic clothes and none of it fit me. So you can just imagine how I was feeling. (laughs) Some of it was too big. Some of it was way too small. And I'm just like, my finger fits in here, but thanks. He tried, Allie. Yeah, but I was like, we need to return this. 
Also, last point that we've kind of touched on, but like haven't really touched on. The holidays are your time, as crazy as they are, they're also your, like, in some cases, only opportunity to recharge. Again, talking two ways out of my mouth right now because this is a massive goal of, of mine and Brandon's for 2020. If you have to say no to certain things in an effort to allow yourself to relax on the holidays, that's absolutely okay. Contrary to popular belief, contrary to what other people may be doing during the holidays, like, because it gets really busy, guys. Like, you all know this between holiday shopping and Christmas parties and work parties, like, family parties. I mean, it's, it's just a lot, like, a lot, a lot. And, you know, in the season of wanting to spread holiday cheer, sometimes it is a little harder to say no to everyone's invitation. And that's really understandable. But in some cases, like, you really, really have to. Like, honestly, Brandon and I, we might not do anything <laughs> for the holidays this year mm -hmm. um, after Thanksgiving. And we're both really okay with it because we're feeling really tired, really burnt out. And, you know, I'm really bad in our relationship about planning too much for us because I'm, I'm the type of person that likes to show up for people and to like be there and be present for them mm -hmm. um, and to spend time with people. Um, but a lot of times that means I fill up our schedule too much way too much. And what ends up happening is that we are so burnt out that we have no energy to give to ourselves or to our family and things like that. So if you're in that space right now, if that's like something you're feeling, like definitely don't be afraid to say no. And I'm not saying like, say it like in an asshole-ish way. Obviously that's not what we're encouraging. But if you politely decline, like, that's okay, too. And people are going to understand that, especially because it is a busy season for everyone. Like, we're all trying to satisfy the needs of our loved ones and our friends, and it can be a lot. But if you can't balance at all, like, don't feel like you're in a bad place by saying no to a few invitations either. Correct. I'm already tired. Yeah, I for everything that's about to happen. <laughs> I'm with you. But it's a good thing we got that itinerary. Oh, yeah. No comment. No comment. But anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in today. If you have any tips on how to survive the holidays, how to not worry through the holidays, or how to navigate the holidays, whether it is food related, family related, or just like a mental space related, uh, let us know. We would love to hear it. And we'll probably honestly need a lot of the feedback because Natalie and I, as she said earlier, we have a tendency to overbook ourselves and our significant others. So if you have any advice, we would really much appreciate it. But as always, guys, thanks for tuning in. It's been a real treat. Don't forget to gobble till you wobble. Happy Thanksgiving to our growing family of my not-so-balanced lifers.
Yay. Okay. As always, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you are streaming us through a platform that allows you to subscribe, rate, or review, please do all three. And if you need to leave us a review, make sure it's a good one. And if you need to rate us, if it's anything below a five stars, please DM us so we can get some of your feedback and maybe we can tweak a few things to meet your needs. And if your needs are just way out there, I, you know, maybe, I don't know. Got nothing. We'll figure it out. But thanks so much for tuning in. Oh crap. You can find us on our website. That is, what is it? www.myhotopouncelifepodcast.podbean.com. Shout out to the Podbean folks. Which are like two people. You can, (laughs) oh, we release new episodes every single Tuesday at 5 a.m. And we love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Bye. Bye.